What is up, everyone? How is everybody doing today? It's just me today. Um, things happen, and uh, Mike can't be here today. We are not. Also, we're not doing a live show today, too. I put that on, on Twitter. But all the media platforms that need to know what is going on with the podcast. So there's no live today, guys. Sorry. And, um, but no fray. I'm here. Your girl is here. T. One half of Not Your Average Podcast in the 716. Sponsored by Shop 143. Go in there and get your lineup. A cut. Kids, men, women. Go and ask from Big Mike. He will hook you up for sure. Um, And we are also sponsored, not sponsored, I'm sorry. We are also on the Build in Buffalo Network. Go over there and check out some amazing content over there. And I don't just say that just to say that. They have some amazing people over there. So go check out some episodes over there, some podcasts over there. It's, you know what? There's a podcast over there for everyone. If you like analytics, there's some over there. If you like, you know, jokesters and uh, also put a spin on on that, a bunch of fun, you know, content that is, we have that over there as well. Uh, we have a bunch of everything over there. So go over there and check us out on the Building Buffalo Network. You can check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the social media platforms. So let's get into it. This is episode 164, Missing Pieces. Now, the draft had just started and or just stopped, I'm sorry, a week ago, actually, today, to be exact. And going into the draft, a lot of people, fans, CB, we need a cornerback. We need a cornerback. Other half of the mafia was saying we need a running back. We need a running back. Um, So let's get into it. What did we get? The draft is over. The Bills have made their selections, and they have two cornerbacks, a running back, two linebackers, offensive line, a wide receiver, and the punt god, apparently. Doesn't like to be called the punt god, but apparently he's a punt god. So total of eight players all together. Um... I'm going to start with my day <laughs> last Thursday, getting ready for the draft and us being asked to be on a show. And I still have this thing going on with my nose and allergies. I want to just take my nose off my face and get another one because I don't know what's going on. But anyway, there's no here nor there. Um, So... Last Thursday, we were asked, I mean, several weeks before the draft, though, we were asked, me and Mike were asked to be on a show. 
um, Breaking Tables with Brian and Tampa Neal. Some great guys over there on the Building Buffalo Network. So <clears throat> we go on, and we want to thank you, Mike. I mean, thank you, um, Tampa Neal and Neil. Tampa Neil and Brian. Jesus, if I could only speak today. Um, thank you for inviting us on your show. Shout out to you guys. Amazing job they did over there. Um, me, I was a little nervous because <clears throat> I've never done a live. I've done live shows. I've never done a live draft show before. And I didn't know what to, to expect. Um, my knowledge of draft picks and stuff like that and other teams needing stuff, I basically focus on the Buffalo Bills and what they need. But it was an experience for me, and I enjoyed it. Not going to lie. Um, a girl can't stay up that late, so I had to call it quits. I was tired. You know, I, I got four kids. I got to get up in the morning and um, get them ready for school. So <laughs> I, to say the least, on that Friday was exhausted. I stayed up and watched um, round two to maybe... Like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. I was done, y'all. I was done. But it was an experience, and I, I very much enjoyed it. And again, shout out to you guys, Breaking Tables, for inviting us on. Um, Yeah, it was great. Like, Izzy was on. Um, uh, Peter DiBiase was on. Um, they had some people come on that were at the draft. Um, so it was, a, it was an awesome show, to say the least. I mean... I think Neil, uh, um, not Neil, but B, Brian, a little drunk. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was nice. It was really nice. Um, hopefully, I get to do it again. But this next year, I definitely would do tap it to some other teams and see, you know, what their needs are. But for the most part, I normally just focus on the Buffalo Bills and what they need. So let's get into what two people or players I'm going to concentrate on because I was excited about them getting them. Um, Kyir Elam and James Cook are cornerback and running back. I am excited about these two players. Um, when they had Elam and they moved up to get him, Instantly, I went and checked on this guy because I can honestly say I wanted Kyer um, Gordon. So I didn't even really look at another cornerback. Like, I know there were people talking about other cornerbacks in this draft, but I, um, Gordon was my, was the guy that I wanted for the Buffalo Bills. But again, um, I'm not a GM. I've said this before. And what do I know? But the GM, who is Brandon Bean, Mr. Baller Bean, said that, which we, as Bills fans, has wanted a cornerback opposite of Trey White for some time. No disrespect to Lee Wallace. A great guy. A great player. Just great. All around great guy. 
Um, but Brandon Bean said he looked for a cornerback in the draft last year, but he had to follow his board and not force it. I'm just so glad we got Brandon Bean. Um, their first pick, like I said, they moved up to get their um, cornerback. And apparently he was one of the guys they were looking at, and he was the, the only, I guess, cornerback left on their draft board. So they went up and got him. Um, Brandon Bean said, Elam, we felt like he um, was a great fit for the defense. He can play pass, press man, and zone, so which is great. He was one of the guys that came in for their top 30 visit, so which was, you know, again, which was great. Did not know they were looking at this kid, um, but I'm glad they did because he does fit. He just, he has that, that, that hardworking, hard work ethic that, um, that, that dog mentality, I think he will fit well in, in with the Bills and the organization and that hungry, that humble, humble and hungry, you know, saying that they do, they say, um, I guess he was at lunch and he asked, what did Trey White do to be so great? And what do you see in my game, in my game that you like and what I need to, to be better at? So already this guy is devoted on becoming great. He's already brought in. He's, he's, he is, I don't, you know, I guess you just have to be from the culture of the Buffalo Bills, the, the, like I said, the hungry and hungry, I mean, humble and hungry. You have to be, and they know it. Sean McDermott knows it. Brandon Bean knows it. And I'm pretty sure you guys have seen the video out of him when he got drafted, put the, uh, put the playbook on the plane. He kept saying, put the playbook on the plane, put the playbook on the plane. Coach, I'm ready. Put the playbook on the plane. That right there just got me. I was all in. Like, get the guy the playbook, please. He wants it on the plane. Put the playbook on the plane, please. Please get him the playbook. Um, so it was a picture. He got the playbook. He was reading the playbook. It's on the plane. And then you seen him. He was at the Sabres game with Josh Allen, um, um, with um, Dawson Knox. Um, who else was there? Gabe Davis was there as well. So a bunch of guys already, you know, introducing themselves to him. Um, you know, it looks like a little, like a high school, not high school, I'm sorry, college type of feel, type of feel with with um, with Allen and, and, and the guys. So, you know, that's, that's great to see. It's great to see that he's already, you know, connecting with the guys. And it seems like, you know, it's just like a piece that was missing a piece that we needed, a piece that we've needed for some time now. And no disrespect again to Wallace. He's done what he needed to do for this team, and we appreciate everything that he's done. <clears throat> and we're, we're going to appreciate everything that Dane Jackson's going to do. So it's definitely going to be – he's not going to come in here and they're going to give him this position. He's going to have to fight for it. He's definitely going to have to fight for the position. And I think he's ready to do it. Um 
again when I when when he was drafted, like I said, he asked to put the playbook on the plane. He also there was a picture floating around of him and um, Trey White, you know, meeting. Um, so which is is great, and he looked up to Trey White, and that combination I think is going to be great. Trey White when he was drafted, he came in instantly and started. Um, Keelum, uh, uh Keelum. Oh my God. I think he will, Elam. He, I think he will have the chance to do that. I think he will come in and be a starter. Kyrie will come in and be a starter to quarterback. He has the traits to do it. So why would you sit him? The speed, the quickness, what we lacked for, what, three years, at least, two. Um. So why would you hold him back? You put that put that man in there. And see him play. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm all for it. His father played, his uncle played in the league. So I mean, he has that. He has those traits, bloodline, athletic ability. Like, why not? Like, I think he's going to be a star. So, as Bills fan, we are happy. Brandon B. Finally. Listen to us, Brandon. We've only been saying this for the last two to three years to get a cornerback. And um, I'm glad when you picked up the phone. <laughs> I'm kidding. You said, T, I got you. I'm like, all right, cool. I don't have to worry about it. I can go to bed. But I didn't. I stayed up. <laughs> but moving on, we also got a running back. We got a running back. I know everybody wanted Bryce. Is it Bryce? Bryce Hill? I don't know. I don't care. I didn't even want him. I wanted Kenny Walker, the third. And he went, oh, I don't know where he went. Where did he go? I don't even have my folder in here. Um, But Bryce Hill went to the Jets, and I was like, damn, in the division. It's cool. Um, And then our chance was to come up, and we chose James Cook. Not mad at it at all. Again, didn't look at James Cook at all. Went back, looked at some of his highlights, selected some of his tapes, Okay, I think we got a gem here. If he's anything like his brother, the Bills are going to be all right. He's versatile. He can line up anywhere on the field. Wide out ability. This man said, I'm making plays down the field. I am a touchdown maker. Already have the 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 chip. Already telling you what he can do. Can you imagine two running backs in the backfield? Devin Singletary and James Cook. Screen plays. Finally? Some screenplays, 
Don't get me wrong. We did, you know, whatever. If you have a speedster like a James Cook coming out the backfield, lining up as a wideout, We've seen, if you've seen some of these highlights with this guy, you've seen he's a receiver too. He can catch the ball. Like, I don't, you have Diggs, Davis, um, uh, Crowder, O.J. Howard. Like, this offense is going to be explosive. I mean, put them all out there. I don't know. Put them all out there, Josh Allen. Just, just let them just pick. Hmm, let me see today. Like, it's just going to be amazing. Two running backs in the backfield. Two tight ends. Like, like you have Ken Dorsey. You have a problem. But it's a good problem. It's a good problem to have. It's really a good problem to have. Um, he, we definitely got speed. We got speed in the cornerback. We got speed now in the running back. And I didn't even include Zach Moss in this. And it came out, Zach Moss was not 100% when he came out last year. He couldn't really run. He couldn't, I guess, cut to the right or to the left. He couldn't cut. He was still injured from the ankle. Now, you get a, a Zach Moss that is 100% and fighting for a job, we don't know. We don't know. It's going to be interesting. Preseason is going to be interesting. You know, um, training camp is going to be interesting, and I'm going. Me and Mike, are we already decided that we are going. So, um, like I said, you get him involved in the screen, screen game. It's just... I Ken Dorsey is going to have a field day. A field day. What play calling? Um it came out James Cook and um Devin Singletary train trained together in Florida, down in Florida, which is awesome. And we've seen some tapes. We've also seen Zach Moss. Have you seen Zach Moss? Zach Moss has just got beefy. Beefy, beefy, beefy. He has, he was Devin Singletary. He's Devin Singletary of last year. So he's ready. I think he's ready to take on that challenge of, this is Devin Singletary. No, this is Zach Moss's third year, right? So it's produced now. And Devin Singletary is, excuse me, is um, Brandon Bean, and so is Zach Moss, Brandon Bean's um, draft. So it's just, you know, you don't want to give up on your guys. You know, it's, look, we still got Cody Ford here. And who's to say? We don't know how Cody Ford is going to um, see or uh, how he's going to, excuse me, fit in the new offensive line when it comes to um, the new offensive line coach. Oh, my God. What is his name? Croner. Croner. So another piece that we 
are going to be looking at as well this this offseason or this uh, preseason and training camp. So yeah, we got two running backs in the backfield, which is going to be awesome. I love this pick, even though again I was not wasn't on my radar. Not to say that it's not a great pick. I I think that, I think it's a great pick. I think the Buffalo Bills needed to do what they did what they needed to do when it came to holes, and they didn't have too many holes. The only hole they had was, I want to say, cornerback and maybe you know running back. And, and and on the outside looking in, other teams, I'm in spaces and they're they're saying the only hole you do have is running back. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right, I'll I'll hear you out. Yes, coming into the season, 21 season, our running back room was shaky. Devin and Zach Moss, and then we had we went out and got. Brita, speedster. Okay. Wasn't what we ex- we expected. That running room, that running back room. Towards the end of the season, Devin showed up and showed out. Going into the offseason, I think they did look at that and say we needed to add another piece into our running back room. Go out and get James Cook. Missing piece, right? great going into the offseason you let levi wallace go you have dane jackson and you have johnson right Teron johnson that can line up as a cornerback you have i can't think right now on the top of my mind top of my brain but you said we need to finally go and get a quarterback. Missing piece. Finally got our quarterback. Kair. Opposite of Trey White. We don't know how Trey White is going, how how his development is going, how his rehab is going. We don't know. Um, I don't see him coming. But again, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. I don't know how he rehabs from his injury, but I know Trey White wants to be out there. He's probably I enforcing is is maybe not a great word to say, but I know he's going to do whatever he can to get out on that field game one with this guy. And even even if not if that's not the case. I know he's pouring into to um Kair, telling him what certain court, um uh, wide receiver does. This guy came out as well, you know, not to piggyback some stuff I said. He came out when he had his visit with the Buffalo Bills. He had his own notebook of the wide receivers he went against, things that um they did to him, things that he missed. So this guy is already built. He's already built like a Buffalo Bill. He's already built. What do I need to improve to make myself better? What is it that these wide receivers beat me on? What do I see? Like, how can I jump this route, per se, 
you know, he's already bought in, like I said. Excuse me. He's already bought in. So it's going to be, when it happens, whew, like what I'm about to do in this offseason, I'm about to go and look at some film. I'm going to look at Trey White's film, actually, from his rookie season when he was drafted by the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to go look at some film with him because as a fan, what I do, I, um, I go back and watch the game and I just watch the game. I don't particularly look at a player. So I'm going to go back when Trey was um, drafted in 2017 and look at the film of what he did, what he did and, you know, just take some notes or whatever. Um, so, you know, just try to make myself a little bit better of, um, podcasting and breaking stuff down. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, so, you know, getting back to the excitement of Cook and Devin Singletary, you know, the running backs in the backfield, how awesome that's going to be, how Eli and, um, Trey White, how awesome that's going to be, um, these are the particular ones that I liked, you know, the draft picks that I liked. I know we got Punk God, and I know everybody is high on him, and I know everybody's high on Shakir as well, um, which I am too. Everybody said that's a steal. Um, but, you know, the guys that I particularly liked in this draft was the cornerback and the running back. So those were the ones I will be talking about mostly throughout this um off season and going into training camp and going into the preseason as well. And, you know, when Mike comes back, he'll give his takes on the, on the guys he enjoyed. Um, but Bernard, I can say that I, I did, I did pick Bernard to, to be on the bills, but I picked him in the later round and everybody is saying about him, how he is undersized and stuff like that. But I think linebackers now are different. They're, we're not looking at linebackers as as these big, um, stiff guys who can't run, who is not, you know, he's a different type of linebacker. So I was excited when they drafted him as well. But moving on, Brandon Breen say, stated that he wanted to um, have 11-on-11 at rookie camp which is scheduled um, to start May 13th through the 14th, 13th and 14th. The schedule comes out on May 12th, another exciting Christmas time. They had put some, they announced some games at the draft and they also dropped some crumbs recently, but I'll, you know, I'll get into that in a few minutes. Uh, but yeah, so another things that that happened, Mario Addison signed with Houston, Texas for a two-year deal. They didn't disclose the details of the deal, but he's with them for two years. And we don't know what's going on with Jerry Hughes and if he's going to come back and if he's going to come back in a, a lesser role. I mean, I'll be great to have Jerry Hughes back. Some teams, they said there's three teams out there that – Maybe interested in Jerry Hughes, um, the Chargers, Dallas, and the Colts. So we'll see. 
where Jerry Hughes will go. We don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure that the Buffalo Bills would love to have Jerry Hughes back. I don't know about the fans, <laughs> but I know that the Buffalo Bills would love to have him back. Now, speaking of the schedule and what's going on with it, so around the league, so they're playing in Mexico and London. So in Mexico, Monday night's game will be the 49ers against the Cardinals, November 21st. Week 8, they have London. In London, they have Denver against the Jags, October 30th. Week 5, they have the Giants against Green Bay. That's, that's, these are 8 a.m. freaking <laughs> games. So that's October 9th. The Saints against Minnesota in London again, October, 12, October 2nd. And then you have Seattle versus Tampa Bay, and it's November 13th. So, yeah. So we have some international games that's going on. Um, I don't know if the Buffalo Bills are doing international games this year. Probably not. Because if this, if this, is, if this is it, then this is it. Um, but I know when the schedule comes out, I know I'm going to be disappointed, guys. I'm sorry. I love my 1 o'clock games, and I know we're not going to have a lot of 1 o'clock, ga- one o'clock games because of the Buffalo, B- Buffalo Bills being this team that people want to see now. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll be happy if we also had another, I'm not going to lie, Thanksgiving game against Detroit. And I'll have family in Detroit. So I would love 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 to go to detroit and watch my bills beat up on detroit lions who also improved in the draft as well um but yeah so i would not i would would not would not would not be mad at the fact that we played again on thanksgiving maybe this time and instead of an eight o'clock game it could be a four o'clock game like we did against Dallas, and we beat them. But, yeah, um, I had something I was going to say, and I totally got sidetracked about it. I guess it wasn't important. <laughs> but, yeah, so when the game, when it, when the schedule comes out, which will be next week, right, a week and a few days away, um, I'll come back on here, and me and Michael discuss the, the wins and losses we see. I was on Spaces yesterday, and it was an AFC roundtable. And it's interesting to hear other fans, and they talk about their team. And um, Dallas, not Dallas, I'm sorry. Um, 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 I'm having a brain fart. Fins, Dolphins, those guys. How they're going to win the AFC, and the AFC now goes through the Dolphins, and um, Tyreek Hill is going to run circles around us and all that. The Bills played Tyreek Hill. It's not that we don't know who Tyreek Hill is. I feel comfortable now that we have another quarterback. I didn't feel comfortable going into this season, no disrespect to Dane Jackson and somebody else. 
did not feel comfortable. Didn't. I think Dane Jackson is going to prove everybody wrong. I just don't want it to be when we're playing against Dallas. Why do I'm saying Dallas all the time? The Miami Dolphins, and I'm worried going into this game that you can't keep up with Tyreek Hill. Now we have Kyrie, who is also a speedster, can keep up and can play press zone. I mean, press man. And then can play zone if need be. We have two guys who can play press man. White, Elam. So it's going to be exciting to see. Um, this season, it's going to be a lot of trash talking. A lot of trash talking when it comes to Miami. The Jets is going out. Of, the Jets had also a great draft. But you don't win in the offseason. You don't win games in the offseason. Right? So I'm not giving I'm not shitting on on the Jets. They had a great draft. Miami is having a great offseason. The Buffalo Bills is also having a great offseason. You know, we're plugging in players that need to be put in. But that's great. Paper, everything looks fabulous. They got to play those games. They have to play those games. And until someone takes the title of the AFC from the Buffalo Bills, we are still the ones to be. We are still the one that everybody's coming after. So, as Miami fans, Jet fans, let's go. Let's do it. You have to win your division. And listen, you cannot count out. You cannot count out Bill Belichick, New England. You can't count them out. Even though people are clowning their draft and stuff like that, listen. Bill Belichick is a man, <laughs> excuse me, on his own. So all the analysts are laughing at the pick or whatever. Sometimes Bill Belichick has the last laugh. And I'm not ready to to clown that man. So it's going to be interesting. I will, like I said, I was in a space last night and a Jets fan said that he can see them going to a playoffs. They were 4 and 13 last year. And he can see his team winning seven more games, which would make them 11 and 16. I mean, 11 and 6. Hey. I mean, as a fan, you, you can't hate that. This man is going hard for his team. Pause. So you can't hate that. I just wanted, to, I just wanted you to explain to me where you've seen seven wins from last year that's it because and i'm and i'm not even dogging this guy or nothing like that i just wanted to know where did you see seven wins coming from because you're also playing some of the teams that we're playing and our schedule is hard too like you know i know there's a lot of bills mafia think we're gonna go 15 and 2 um you know 16 and 1 maybe i don't know or 16 or 17 and 0 once I see that schedule, 
I will make my determination. But with that being said, I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> it's going to be a fun ride. This season is going to be fun. We picked some picked up some pieces that is going to add some excitement to this um, Bills Mafia, Buffalo Bills team, and I can't wait. I'm along, I'm going along for the ride. For the ride. Yes. So thank you guys for tuning in. Apologize again for not for Mike not being here, but I'm your girl. I'm here. I'm holding it down for you. I got you. I got you. So listen, do me a favor. Go over to Twitter. Hit follow. I will follow you back. T Estelle. Not your average podcast. And this I want six on the Building Buffalo Network. Go over there and also hit follow on Twitter. Also go on Facebook and like Shop143. Hit up my man Big Mike. If you need a haircut, a lineup, eyebrows, whatever, they got you. Also, Instagram. Go over there and follow us. Not Your Average Podcast in the 716. We thank you. We appreciate you. Sorry again, no live. Because I love the live. I'm not going to lie. I love the interaction that you guys give us. But that being said, this is Not Your Average Podcast in the 716. I am your host, T, your girl. We are out. Thank you again. Always love. Always love. And like we always say, go Bills.